Hi guys, it's Jill, and welcome to slash back to the Equine in Theory podcast. On this week's episode, we are going to be discussing, we, <laughs> well, me, I'm going to be discussing confidence in the saddle and around horses in general. And uh, this is, this is relevant to me, and I also get a lot of questions about it. So let's just jump in. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Alrighty, so confidence, that is the topic. Um, I always get asked questions about confidence in and out of the saddle, around horses in general, and um, it's something that I've been dealing with as of late also. Um, so to, let's start by talking about me. Um, so it's been a while since I was jumping, you know, larger than normal um, because, you know, Last year when I was riding Zoe pretty consistently and we were running training level, um, it was actually almost a year and a half now, um, but I was, I was schooling three foot, three, 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 six pretty consistently and, um, then she colicked and then I, you know, I've been starting with positive reinforcement and have been focusing on that and groundwork and just really haven't, um, I haven't jumped her in forever and therefore, um, haven't jumped big in a while. And I know some people will be like, big three, six is like too tiny, but that's, that's a big jump. Like, okay, it's, it's up there. And, um, it's significantly bigger than what I've been jumping for the past year, which has been X rails or two foot, like nothing much larger than that. And the other day I had a really fun experience where, um, I was riding my boss's horse that's going and he's not a, um, He's not really green. He's like a going made horse. And, um, but she wants me to take him to a show because she'll be out of town. So, um, (laughs) I was schooling him and I'll only be running him beginner novice, but, um, I like, we're just playing around. And so I put the jump up a little bigger and I put it up to three foot and I stepped back and I looked at it and I was like, nope, not doing that. <laughs> and put it right back down. In my defense, this horse has a very big jump. Like he practically does a handstand on the backside of the jump because he's just got a bascule. Um, but I was like, that's big. I don't want it. And I was like, wow, I'm an old lady now. I'm officially afraid of jumping higher than like two six. And um, so I don't know. I think... I think that if I had a horse, and I will likely be pushing myself to get back to this point, um, especially on him, um, but especially with 
jumping for some reason. I'm not sure if this happens to everyone, but most of the people I talk to say that this happens. Like, you get so used to a height and it looks teeny tiny until you don't do it for like a month or two months or let alone a year. And then you look at it again and you're like, oh my god, that's huge. I can't do that. No. <laughs> um, and so we actually took Flit to school um, cross country this uh, past weekend and um, it kind of threw me off on the podcast. I'm sorry, this episode's late. Um, <laughs> my, my bad. Um, but yeah, we... Um, I was on him and schooling him and, uh, you know, um, my boss is a little bit older than me. So she was like, you young spry individual are going to be the one that's gets sentenced to the wolves first. If he's going to buck or be stupid or stop at anything, you're going to be the one that's going to risk falling off. Not me. (laughs) Um, which is what she pays me for. So, um, that's a crude way of putting it, but yeah. Um, so I did not fall off and I was fine, but, um, There were some jumps that, um, I was like, wow, okay, that would, I would have laughed at that a year ago, and now I'm like, "Hmm, nervous. (laughs) Um, so, I, I, I think it's a relevant topic to talk about, and last time I asked you guys on my Jet Equa Theory Instagram, um, what topic you wanted me to talk about, I got a lot of comments of people wanting me to talk about confidence, and so that's what I'm gonna do. Um, so obviously I just had my own run-in with a lack of confidence, um, and I know that it happens to a lot of people, especially after falls. Um, I haven't really ever encountered that problem. And I've fallen off. I fell off of a pony the other day because um, I got <laughs> actually got bucked off, um, which was my own fault. But um, I like I wasn't afraid to get back on him or anything. And um, most of the times that I've fallen, like I fell off and face planted and broke my nose once and it was pretty traumatic, but I still got back on and went to the jump again. Um, so I don't know. I just, that's never been an issue for me, but I do know that when I first started riding, I had a big confidence issue. I was so scared. And, um, it's, it's funny now because I have, you know, gone training level, which isn't like a huge level, but it's the first of the bigger levels in my opinion. Um, in eventing, but I used to eliminate myself on purpose before I would go to cross country, which was like stupid. I mean, obviously I did not know the value of a dollar back then, but, um, sorry, mom and dad, that sucks. Um, but I, I was just so scared to go run cross country, but, um, you know, that was like when I first started riding and I didn't really understand eventing. And when we moved, we were just looking for a horse trainer and the trainer that I, we found just happened to be an eventer because I wanted to jump. But, um, so she pushed me to do events obviously. And, um, I would just, I just got so scared before cross country. And, um, so I wanted to do hunters. And so I would, (laughs) when we would go to the events, I would do, um, dressage and then show jumping, except I would like purposefully cause my horse to run out in show jumping so that I would not have to go to cross country. And, um, yeah, it's just, I was, I was very afraid. And, um, I remember we would be schooling at home and I was just like near petrified of the jumps and I was just so scared. And then finally, you know, everyone always was talking to me and everyone was like, it's not that bad. My dad was always like, cross country should be the most fun. It looks so fun. Like, why don't you like it? And I was like, you don't understand. You don't get me at all. Um, but 
I just, nobody was going to change my mind. And finally, I was like, uh, I was like, why am I doing this then if, if I don't like it? And, or if I'm scared, rather. And I just kind of had a moment, and I distinctly remember this. I was probably like, I don't know, uh, like 10 or 11, somewhere in there. And I just kind of like sat myself down, and I was like, do you want this? And then I was like, yes, yes, I do. And then I was like, okay, then what are you going to do about it? You are the only person that can make this happen. Like, and I just decided that regardless of how afraid I was, I was going to do this because I loved riding horses. It's for fun. I wanted to enjoy it. And if it was something that's for fun and that I have every intention of enjoying, then there's no reason for me to let the fear rule me. And so when I, you know, went to my next show or was schooling, I just decided that I was going to do the things that scared me anyway. That's not to say that you should conquer everything that scares you, but a lot of things that could prove to be very fun are scary. And, um, you know, doing a certain height or a certain jump or, you know, doing a certain competition or type of competition like cross country for me was very scary. And I decided that's something I wanted to do and it's supposed to be fun and I'm the only one holding me back. So I just like bucked up and was like, I'm going to go do it. And I did. And then my confidence grew and grew because I had, I, I had reason behind what I was doing and I had faith in my horse. I was like, my horse has got this and I know I can do this and I want to do this because it's supposed to be fun. And then once I had that revelation, it was fun and I really did enjoy it. And I had a blast on cross country and it, it's what made me fall in love with the sport. And, um, you know, every time I moved up a level or went into the show jumping ring, even thinking about the start box on cross country gives me like an adrenaline rush and dry mouth instantly. <laughs> um, but I don't know. It's just that it was always such a thrill to compete. And, um, and a lot of it was because I was scared. <laughs> and, um, but, you know, as I got, um, as I got through the levels, you know, I started out at like, it was called beginner novice, beginner novice level one at the time, but, um, that's called start it now. Um, but so I would do that level and then I would get comfortable with it and then I would be scared to move up and I would do it anyway, then have a blast. Then same with novice to training. And then eventually I would look back at the other, other levels and be like, Oh my God, why was I ever worried about that? That's so, it's so tiny or it's so easy or it's not a big deal. And I think that that is, I think that that goes for a lot of things. Like once you get past something that scares you, it's like, oh, duh, that was so easy. And, um, you know, there, there will be moments that um, I'll be working with a horse and maybe not have as much time as I'd like or, um, you know, I don't know. I don't even know where I'm going with this, but like needing to like check out all the gates on a new horse or something. And, um, so I do walk, trot, and canter, and right before I canter, I'm like, oh, God, am I going to die? <laughs> like, I just, I wonder. And um, the training nerd in me says, like, you shouldn't be cantering on a horse. You're not certain is going to be comfortable and happy cantering, and it's not going to kill you. But, you know, from the have being sat on several young or new or strange horses, um, that does happen. <laughs> so like, I don't know. I think that there is a level in your brain that says this is danger and you should not do it. And I think that there is 
a separation that can happen. So, like, obviously, your survival instincts say maybe don't get on a very large animal that should you fall off, you might injure yourself greatly and gallop at very big, solid objects. Of course, your survival instincts are going to, like, kind of balk at that a little bit. But I think that if you can reason through it and be like, I can do this safely and have a good time and, you know, my animal's going to be okay and we're going to enjoy this, then I think you're, I think you're good and you can push past that fear. I think it just, it really matters. Um, I think the biggest turning point is how badly do you want it? Like, of course it could scare you or it's something that makes you a little bit nervous, but like, do you want to do it? And I'm not saying to, like, just go out and jump four foot, like, right off the bat. Like, it's not going to go well, especially if you have, like, a little pony or you've only been riding for two weeks. It's not going to go well. <laughs> um, but you can work up to that goal and you can work up in small increments and hit that goal. And it's, I don't know. I just, I think that there is something to the, if your goals don't scare you, they're not big enough. And that is what I unintentionally lived by. That was my little motto um, when I first started riding. And um, I think the only thing that ever really stands in our way with things like that, I mean, at least on that level, um, you know, obviously in like other scenarios, there could be like, you know, legality or finances or whatever that could stand in your way. But as far as things that are mostly safe that scare you <laughs> like if you, it's something you need to do or that you really want to do you can do it work up in a way that you push yourself just a little bit more each time until you are comfortable and then you'll look back on it and be like wow that was super easy and that's exactly what I'm gonna have to do to get back comfortable jumping the beginner novice height like it's been so long since I jumped anything higher than an x-row because we've had a bunch of greenies so I haven't been jumping and, um, but now I'm going to have to start schooling novice height so that I'll be like totally fine with beginner novice and won't bat an eye at anything. And also so that the horse will be comfortable and confident to the jumps. So, I mean, I think that it's, it's just a matter of pushing yourself to a point that, you know, within reason, obviously, but just making an effort to get closer to your goal, even if it scares you a little bit. And, I know that a lot of people will either have a fall or are afraid to, say, canter. Um, but, you know, it, it's really just, is it something that you want to do? Because cantering and jumping are not things that are, you know, it's not a given that they're going to kill you. <laughs> it, it can happen, but very rarely does it. And so... If it's something that you really want to do, if riding horses is something that means a lot to you and it's something that you really want but you're scared to do both of those things, work up to it. Maybe ask someone, like if you're afraid of cantering, ask someone to um, put you on a lunge line so that they can stop the horse and there's no chance of you getting run off with. Um, or ask if you can ride a smaller horse or a lesson horse or something. Something that you can start off on a lower level at and then you can work up to say your horse or the horse with a bigger stride or the faster horse or whatever and same with jumping start with a pole then start with a cavaletti and then move up to an x-rail and then um an 18 inch vertical and then suddenly you're jumping and you have moved up in such a way that you barely even notice and um 
also grad main. <laughs> um, but I think that the biggest thing is is your mindset about it. And I'm not going to get all like philosophical, philosophical, that's the word, about this and be like a life coach here. But really, if it's something that is not like, obviously, I don't want to say like, go out and do everything that scares you or anything that you want. But like, you know, on the same line as like cantering or going over a jump, if that's something that scares you or getting back on a horse, work up to it slowly and but push yourself so that you're you're still comfortable and then be really proud of yourself after you accomplish something that scares you like go do something that you really enjoy after that go create positive associations reward yourself but like i don't know i think it's just really powerful and there's a lot of accomplishment oh my god i can't talk today accomplishment that comes from doing things that you were previously afraid of and then after you've done them you look back on the what you were afraid of and you're like oh my god that was so easy like it's not a big deal um and then that makes you more confident and makes you feel more capable. So each time you conquer something like that, then you feel more and more able to do things. And it just, it raises your confidence for doing things that are unrelated. Um, Like this was um, a big realization that I had because um, when I was in high school, I struggled a lot with um, anxiety and like doing things socially, like asking for ketchup or asking for where something was in a store, just talking to strangers or... Um, mostly strangers or asking people in a position of authority um, for help on something or anything like that. It just, it made me uncomfortable. And so, um, so I started complimenting the cashier when I was checking out and then I would just push myself to go ask someone a question. And then each time I did something like that and talked to a stranger and it went well, it boosted my confidence. And then I felt more capable for the next time that I was going to ask for help or talk to somebody. And I pushed myself to do that every time because I'm still a rather introverted person. But I push myself to do things that make me uncomfortable so that I get better and that I am more confident. And also, you know, complimenting strangers makes their day. I love it when I get complimented by a total stranger. And because even though it makes me terribly uncomfortable, I'm like, thank you so much. Oh, that's so nice. And then I like think about that thing all day. I'm like, "Mm, my hair does look good today. Thank you. Um, But you know, like just little things like that. It helps others and it helps you and you can raise your confidence. And like, I'm saying obviously this podcast is about horses, but it, it goes beyond that within the issue or in the realm of confidence. Um, you know, it, it's just, I think it's just really important to recognize what problem you want to solve, whether it's jumping, cantering, talking to strangers in public, um, and break it down and find out what you can accomplish and then start doing that thing and getting it done, getting it done, make it a little bit harder, get it done get it done, make it a little bit harder until suddenly you're doing the thing that you were like, I, I don't think I could ever manage doing that. And I just think that it's, it's super powerful. And I try to live my life that way because I got tired of being anxious and I know anxiety doesn't work like that for everyone, but, um, that was what it was like for me. It was just a matter of being afraid to do things. And finally, I just got so tired of being ruled by that fear. And the same thing happened, um, with riding. I was like, I want to ride. I love riding. I love horses and I love jumping. Why am I so scared to do this? And I was like, okay, it's time to say goodbye to the fear. I will do it anyway and do it well. And that's what I've, that's what I try to live by. It doesn't always happen, but it's, it's something, it's a standard that I try to hold myself to so that I can do things that I want. I mean, like, obviously I would like to be able to find the ketchup 
more efficiently <laughs> or I would love to be able to, you know, jump a certain height and go have fun and or ride in this part of the field or, you know, try a new training method that I think might work better for my horse despite what I think the reaction from the public is going to be just and, and the, it's not to obviously go against the the grain always but just to do things that you want to do even if they scare you and um obviously within reason I feel like I don't need to caveat or like <laughs> qualify every time I say something but um I don't know. I just, I think it's, it's really powerful to realize that you have a lot of control over, over your situation and you're, you're not automatically not going to be able to do something just because you're afraid of it. It's up to you whether or not you decide to do that thing or not. If it's, if it means that much to you, you will find a way to do it. And, um, sometimes that means just going out and doing it. Um, but there are, you know, for most things, you can find ways to, like, inch up to it. So you're doing, like, systematic exposure instead of flooding, which can go horribly wrong. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't know. I think that that is going to wrap up this podcast. I need to go get food, and I also need to get this published since it is currently Tuesday at 6.51 p.m., and I'm supposed to post these at 8 a.m., but that just, it did not happen this week. <laughs> Got too much going on. So, um, I am going to leave you guys with that. I hope that this ramble all over the place, um, was somewhat helpful or motivating, um, because I'm still very unmotivated, but I've got to get motivated. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I hope that you guys enjoyed it and it made sense and maybe you got a little bit like, yeah, I am going to go do that thing that I've been avoiding because I'm a little afraid, but I, I got this, you know, maybe, maybe just a little bit. Do you feel a little bit of that? Maybe just a little bit. Okay, well, cool. So, um, yep, if you want to check me out on any of the social medias, you can pretty much find me everywhere under Jet Equithery. That's J-E-T-E-Q-U-I-T-H-E-O-R-Y. And I also have a website that just added .com to that. So, um, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening, and I will catch you guys next Tuesday.